like Cotton Eye Joe had to turn off their comments because of this dude. Like, bro, you probably shouldn't have put the uh, cart before the horse. You probably f- should have figured out what the fuck was going on. Yeah, thanks, you dead-eyed ginger. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, he seems like you, you'll guy, attack though. him, but you won't go after Trump. You attack this poor ginger to try to make his way in life. I didn't care for his, the, the sound you of his just voice. Just call him a dead-eyed ginger. Jesus Christ. Well, that's just funny. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. <laughs> And what's going on, America? Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. You good over there? <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, my God. It is a beautiful, rainy Thursday here in uh, Dallas, Texas, Richardson, Texas. Beautiful day out. Beautiful day. I love the overcast. The temperature just continues to drop, unlike inflation. I swear to God. I swear to God. I have had enough fuck-ups from, like, the... Uh, the streams. Hopefully the streams are good today. So I had to go in there. Okay. There's no lagging. Great. Great. No lagging. Uh, so I had to update the drivers on the computer yesterday, folks. So, you know, you go to places like Andy for real AF podcast. He's got like two massive hard drives sitting there and all kinds of stuff. It's like, it's like something out of star Trek. You walk in and it's like, O'Hara sitting there in the corner, like waiting to take orders and shit. We have one computer. And so I'm the one that runs it and I am not a computer techie. So when things mess up, that's on me. But in in all fairness, I I don't know what I'm doing. So I was also left left unsupervised. So Josh can attest to this. Half the time True. he has to go in there and step in. I was like, what did you fuck up now? So you stupid idiot. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Oh my gosh. Man, I hope y'all are having a wonderful day today. I am I love I'm loving this weather, man. I am loving this weather. It does feel good. It feels incredible to be able to walk outside and not instantly have your balls drop to your ankles and just be like, this is hot as hell. So it's nice. Um I am running on like two hours of sleep today. I made a very, very big mistake. Last night uh, we had practice and I was it was around like six and I needed some energy. So I just mindlessly grabbed one of our CBD energy sticks. And it's not one of those types that's going to like give you like this burst of just like a pre-workout, but it is going to give you clean, sustained energy. And I laid in bed till four o'clock in the morning. I could not sleep. And I didn't know why. Uh, and she was like, are you okay? Is something bothering you? I was like, no, I'm just not tired. I was like, I'm not like, I don't have like the, the, the tingles when you're doing pre-workout. I was like, but I'm just not sleepy. And it was this weird effect of like, it, it hit to like one o'clock in the morning I'm like, well, I could take a rack out, but by the time it kicks in, I'm probably already going to be asleep. So what's the point? Just lay here for another 10 minutes. I'll go to sleep. Um, then two o'clock hits and the same thing. It's like, oh, okay, I'm definitely going to go to bed now. I'm going to get sleep any minute now, any minute. No. Four o'clock hits like, oh, for fuck's sakes. Well, it's definitely too late now. If I take a rack out, I'm not getting up to like noon tomorrow or that same day or today, whatever. But um, um, yeah, two hours of sleep. Took some pre-workout this morning in the gym. Did like 30 minutes of cardio. I was like, okay, just get me through the day. Just get me through the day. But 
yeah. You made it. They made it. Here you are. I should have known better. I, 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 I often forget how potent this stuff is because I take it during the day and you're already awake. You're already, you know, you're, you're feeling good, but it just kind of gives you a good kind of energy boost to a degree. It's not like you're just going to put you through the roof, but it's like enough to where you don't feel like your heart's racing or anything. But yeah, that was my mistake. So you can check that out at shellshockcbd.com. Sponsors of uh, tonight's insomnia, uh, or last night's insomnia, our Shellshock CBD beverage. Um, this just in. We got the uh, All-American Savage Show. You seen the stickers? These will be to the side soon. It says the All-American Savage Show stays on during sex. Looks we have good. that sticker. And the shirts are coming. We have Tard and Feather 2024. And then Hogan Flair 2024. Uh, we got the stickers. And we're just waiting on the shirts to get in. And then we'll be launching them on the site. And if you buy a shirt, you get a free sticker. So really excited. And that's on johnburke.com or allamericansavageshow.com. Takes you to the same website. And we also have our merch up there now. We have the stickers, the All-American Savage Show stickers. So as soon as we get the shirts in, we'll put them up on the site. And we're excited for that. Um, September. This is September. Not the... Ooh, daddy. <laughs> you thought the same thing. Put in my mouth. Extra 10% off of all new subscriptions. First month only using Cub... 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 Code sub 10. I saw code and then sub as cub. Yeah, mine's in the gutter over there. Cub? What, what is cub? Like <laughs> what does that even mean? Sounds like some sex you would be into. Cub? Oh, cub me harder, baby. I don't even know what that would be. Oh, there is a new term I just found on TikTok because that's where we go when we want to get in-depth insight on the current state of affairs of the Gen Z culture that is currently destroying this country. Um, free use. It's called free use. Any guesses what that, that refers to? Uh, you tell me. I, I don't know. It's exactly what you think. Where a woman lets a guy use her vagina for use. No commitment. It's just like, it's almost like you're renting it out for use. Let we me used to call them whores. <laughs> we used to call them sluts. Yeah, we called them whores back in the day. Uh, but now it's called free use. Let me look this up. Uh, Urban Dictionary Free Use. This is a real thing. Uh, free use in a term has two meanings depending on the context. According to the Urban Dictionary, free use means a couple must engage in sex whenever one of the members of the couple. Okay, I had that wrong. One of the members of the couple uh, wants okay. to have sex, even if the other member is not horny. Well, I guess it is kind of true to an extent. But also people, I see people that are using this not in relationships to where they have friends and say, we have friends that also have free use. So it's like, if I want your dick, you're going to give it to me. You want me your, I want your vagina, you're going to give it to me. So it's like, wow, that's very um, okay, bohemian, I guess. Uh, slut, I, I don't know what you would call that. Uh, however, free use can also refer to the question of whether Urban Dictionary supports free use of its content, which it does. Free use can also be like a copyrighted songs. Like people say, hey, you can use my stuff for free. I don't mind. But that's clearly not what a lot of these people are talking about on TikTok. So, and it's usually these uh, OnlyFans models they're talking about um, free use. It's like, oh, okay. Good for them. It's, yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Free use. Mark, write that down. Very important. So the next time your <laughs> yeah, wife free is giving it up. Free use 2024. Yeah, free use 2024. <laughs> Might as well be. The government keeps fucking us. So it's like, yeah, there we go. Oh, my God. Uh, it's, I'm glad that the rumble and kick and Twitter are working good today. But yeah, that's that's what free use means. So I guess if like you have a friend that you because before it was like the agreement of like, hey, if we're in our 40s and we're both still not married, we'll marry each other. That was one way. But now it's just like, hey, I'm without a partner. You're without a partner. Uh, let's just use each other. But I grew up that was called friends with benefits. Yeah. I mean, what's the difference there? It almost seems like they're trying to coin new phrases or new sayings for the stuff that's already been created. It's like friends with benefits. Like we, we aren't going to be in a relationship. We're not into each other, but let's fuck. 
because we need that. It's, it's got like, a nice ring to it. It does have a nice ring to it. I think it. Just the don't nicer put a ring it on. sounds, the nicer it sounds, <laughs> yeah. the more easy it is to yeah, do. The you less, know what I mean? It's still, it's still, the nicer it sounds, it feels like it still maintains some semblance of morality, right, which it, it doesn't. So, I don't know. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, I don't care. I mean, do what you want. Like, between, between two consenting adults, do what you want. Free use, go to town. Just protect yourself, okay? Don't get STDs. Don't have kids. Um, and current subscribers get double points all month long, no code needed. So if you're a subscriber to Shellshock CBD, you like getting your Delta 8 to get stoned off your ass, you like getting the rack house to help you fall asleep, the CBD oil to help take the edge off your anxiety and stress, well, if you are a subscriber, you get double points with no code all month long. All month long. All new CBD, or excuse me, all new non-CBD hand soaps, $5.99 each. These just dropped. These are actually really good. Um... $5.99 each or a bundle for mix and match for $19.99. Bath and salt soap bundle. We have the CBD uh, bath salt that's lavender scented. This stuff is amazing. Uh, found in the bundles page under deals tab. When you want to feel clean without all the extra junk added to most soaps, give our CBD-free handmade bar soaps a try and feel the difference. Made from natural ingredients and delicious and earthy scents that will make you look forward to getting some alone time in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write this, but I like where it's going. Uh, these handcrafted soaps leave your skin unbelievably soft without covered covered in cheap chemical-laden garbage. Since we have our pine tar, old-school soap contains silica sand, activated charcoal, and ground oatmeal as exfoliants. Not bad. We even throw in some uh, scouring pad, you know, take, yeah. the, take the skin off. A little, uh, yeah. little steel wool in there. You know, we'll, we'll exfoliate the shit out of you, and we'll even take the skin off. Uh, no, not really. Spearmint basil, a delicious blend of sage, basil, and sweet spearmint oil. Mm. Contains sea salt, ground oatmeal, and peppermint leaves as exfoliants. Cucumber melon, honeydew melons mixed with freshly sliced cucumbers and peach tea. Sweet peach fragrance mixed with the subtly, the subtly, the sub, sub, fuck me. Subtly. Subtlety. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Shut All the right. hell up. Shut the hell up. This ranks up, this ranks up there with... Uh, Perugula? Per, no, I I knew what it was. I just didn't know what the actual name for it was. But uh, anonym, anonym, anonymity. 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 I'm loving it. Base notes of orange and citrus contain sea salt and ground oatmeal as exfoliants. Folks, five, five bucks. Natural soap. No CBD added. Um, we are talking about possibly doing a CBD soap in the future, but this is natural soap. Uh, you can get this with a bundle, and you can't beat it. And look, it's so simple. You open up this bar. It's this so stuff, simple, even that Burke can do it. And there you go. And this lasts you for a while. This lasts they you for a while. They do smell really good. They do. Oh, God, that does smell good. Yeah, like all of them smell fantastic. I'm going to wash my ass with that tonight. I can guarantee you that. Oh, right. Come in smelling like a winner tomorrow. Uh, refer a friend. Friends must be new customers, by the way. Uh, they get uh, $20, and you get $20 in points on a successful referral. Link to do that is at the bottom of the rewards page. So if you go to the rewards page and you refer a friend, they get $20 off their product, and you get $20 worth of points. Folks, you want to get you want to get your score for free? Now, here you go. Here's the pyramid scheme. Not really. It's not a pyramid scheme. It's basically like you refer a friend. They get $20 bucks off. You get $20 worth of points. That helps us expand our consumer market by word of mouth. And there's your incentivization. It's called so, a Dutch rudder. It's what? <laughs> Where did that even come from? <laughs> and the new All-American Savage Show website merch is back on the site for purchase. We have sticker, eggplant, water bottle, and mug. And hey, don't forget, on Fridays, I'm also going to be implementing, we're doing the call-in show, but also the Dear John is returning. So if you go to 
Um, Dear John, and this is anonymous, uh, and you want to write us in your problems, a weird event, confess your sins to Father Burke, whatever the case, go to johnburke.com or allamericansavageshow.com and click the Dear John tab and go ahead and write us an email. Tyler prints them out and he hands them to me before the show and we just, I don't even proofread them, we just go. See what happens. We get Vato Loco up in this bitch. We're Vato Loco. We're very crazy. We're very crazy. That's right. Vato Loco essay. Oh my goodness. How was your evening? Uh, it was good. We took Finley out for her birthday, yeah. her eighth birthday. So How was we that? To, uh, Where'd y'all go? Hibachi. It was a hibachi grill. Oh yeah. It was cool because Kids there wasn't a whole lot of people there. Mm. So we had a lot of fun. She liked it. So that's what we did. Another birthday, September birthday. It was my wife's birthday on the tenth, and then Finley's happy birthday to Laura and Finley. That's awesome. Yep. So, what'd you get? What'd you get Laura for her birthday? Uh, she wanted a charm for her charm bracelet. Oh, okay. Simple. And then a new refrigerator. <laughs> refrigerator. <laughs> so. I like how you start off. Hey, it's like fifty bucks. It's like, yeah. and then it turned into like three thousand. Yeah. So, what, did you like get a new a fridge? Gift? Uh, yeah. What kind did you get? Did you get the one? Because we were talking about this, like the kind that you can knock on and it, like it shows you what's in the fridge. Yeah, because our kitchen isn't okay. really configured that great where we mm-hmm. can have a really big refrigerator mm-hmm. so it's like the counter depth one so okay. it just kind of sinks back into it a little bit yeah. that's nice that's good that's it's got good. a flat pan like a flat front on it without the handles the, uh, uh, is it the french doors yeah don't ask me how i know that i just i just know that god it sounds incredibly gay but i don't care i've done I enough like shopping i've done enough shopping as of late recently to like the new house we're moving into it's like i'm, I'm getting um up to date on all the new terms and stuff like that but um I like it because it has the uh, the water behind the door, so you have to like. There's like a thin panel that keeps the uh, that hides it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where you get the water from out of the refrigerator. So it's behind the door to get to it, not yeah, on the you, front. You open it up. It's on the front still, but you open it up and it's oh, like okay. in a little compartment there. I'd seen cool. some stuff at uh, I like Nebraska Furniture Mart. They just have a plethora. A plethora. That place is huge, dude. It's very it's very intimidating when you walk in there because it's just like they have the various different departments and like when you when you pull up. It looks like an amusement park. You're just like whole. It, I'm sorry, a stadium. It looks like a stadium. I think it's two floors. It's out in um, Addison. <clears throat> Where's it at? It's, it's off. Uh, of, it's it's off of it's, Sam Rayburn. It's by, yeah, it's by Frisco. Okay, Frisco. Yeah, yeah. but they, I mean, they have a lot of selection. A lot of selection. Yeah. Um, this episode is brought to you by Nebraska Furniture. No, I don't really. No, we're not paid to endorse them. That'd be cool if we did, though. It's like I don't think they. Uh... Oh, I forgot. Um, so there's a local university. I won't, I won't mention a name and it's a Hispanic heritage festival they're putting on and they're wanting tango dancers. So we got selected myself and Sheila to go out there and dance for an hour and a half and showcase the history of Argentinian tango and stuff like that. So I'm telling my cop buddy who used to work around the vicinity he goes, wait, do they know who the fuck you are? I was like, I don't think so. He's like, dude, they're going to protest your ass. I was like, I'm probably going to have to wear a COVID mask so they don't know who the fuck I am. It is a very, very liberal university. But I, I was like, I don't think they're going to give a fuck. I don't, think I don't think they know me. So it's like, I should be okay. After I got deleted off of social media, I've kind of faded away from that kind of life. So only a select few remember me and follow and see what's going on. So it's not like I have the same presence as I did, like, say, a year ago because I got banned off everything. But it could that's still be where the, the uh, billboard is for the All American Savage is right, right next to that university. Oh God, that would be so awesome if it was. That would be the greatest. Like, wait a minute, and I, I would hope it would have the Clark Kent effect with the mustache and the little uh, soul patch, to where it's like, no, that's not him. He's got a mustache. It's like no. And people say the same thing about John Ross. I went to my buddy's um, bachelor party this weekend or last weekend, and one of the guys, a really cool dude, uh, um, he, he was kind of like, oh wait, you're John Ross. I was like. You couldn't tell. I was like, oh, the wig. I was like, did you think the wig was real? 
Like it, it's like the Clark Kent effect. You take the wig off. It's like, oh my god, that's who you are. It's like, really? Who like, are you? Who are you? I don't know. I don't know. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's so crazy. But anyway, go check out shellshockcbd.com, folks. We greatly appreciate the support on the show over there. Make sure you give the old uh, kick stream a, a looky-loo. And you guys supporting us over there with all the subscribers, you're freaking amazing. And thank you so much for uh, making us successful. You guys are just honestly, you're phenomenal. Thanks for all the shares, too. You guys hitting the like button, leaving comments, shares, joining us on kick, retweeting. Everything works. You're doing your part. Big thank you to that. All right. Big thing in the news today. I'm going to have to put on my other headphones because I got to listen to this. So, uh, Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly conducts this interview with Donald Trump. And I've got some bits and pieces that I want to play for you. And she basically, um, dude, I will tell you this right now. I felt like she had bigger balls than Tucker Carlson because she was asking him straight out about warp speed, the vaccine. Tucker danced around it. I didn't see him asking questions that a lot of people. Yeah, they're good questions. Huh? I think they were good questions. It was just also about election denying again. It was like, okay, we've been over this. Like, but I want to, I want a pathway forward. Like, what are you going to do differently this time? Well, Megan Kelly basically puts Trump on the spot. Listen to some of his responses here. And I'm going to play this for you to listen to make sure I don't have the microphone or the, um, the, uh, Volume two for loud. years, you've been saying that the reason you didn't fire Anthony Fauci uh, was because he'd been there for a long time, that you would have taken heat, that it would have created a firestorm, quoting your words. Then for the first time well, in May... Well, no, I also said I didn't listen to him too much. I'm yet. getting there. But then in, in May, you started saying, well, he's a civil servant. So okay, hold on with this. Like Right off the bat, Trump comes off as like, well, there's nothing I could do. Okay, when, she said, when he said, I didn't listen to him much, that's a lie. Trump, Fauci was everywhere. Fauci was running buckshot over every organization. It was Fauci, 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 Fauci. Trump put that guy front and center. I don't think we can deny that. I think most conservatives can agree Trump empowered Fauci. Now, if we can want to dissect the argument of could he fire him or not? Well, when you're a federal employee making $600,000 a year, I would think you could. But say like you couldn't. Say like you couldn't. You still put him in the front and you still listen to him. Like when did, so Trump, Fauci was still in charge once Trump's election was there, once Trump's presidency was over. So Trump never reversed course on Fauci. He, he empowered Fauci up until the very end. So right there off the bat, Trump is still saying, well, I didn't listen to him very much. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. That, that pisses me off right there. Let me start. Cause there's a few things that he says here that just. Your words. Then for the first time in well, May. I also said I didn't listen to him too much. I'm yet. getting there. But then in, in May you started saying, well, he's a civil servant. So I couldn't technically. The truth is, though, not only did you not fire Fauci, who is loathed by many, many millions yeah. of Republicans in particular, but also some Democrats. By the way, you yeah. made him a star. You made him a star. This is the criticism of you, that you made him the face of the White House coronavirus. Task you think so? That he yes. every presser, that he was running herd for the administration on COVID and that you actually gave him a presidential commendation before you left. Off. All right. Now, the presidential commendation. Trump butchers this one. It does not make him look good. Listen to what he says, because uh, Fauci, Miley, and a bunch of other woke progressives under the Trump administration all got to the uh, the uh, presidential accommodation medals. Listen to his response on this one. Wouldn't you like a do-over on that? Uh, I don't know who gave him the accommodation. I really don't know who gave him the accommodation. Presidential accommodation. One went out Mark Somebody Kelly probably too. handed him accommodation. He probably, but let me just tell you about Fauci. Okay, so right there. Look how Trump just glosses over this very smoothly. Like somebody probably gave him one. Trump's name. You actually have to sign that. 
You have to, it's like any any award in the military, the commanding general or your commander has to sign off on it depending on the level of the award. The Presidential Accommodation Medal, the president, you kidding me? You have to approve that. So what Trump just said here is that basically you don't know or you didn't know what was going on in your administration. How can you sit there and say the Trump administration awards the following people the Presidential Medal, the Presidential Citation, whatever the case may be, and then you're saying... You didn't give it to him, or I didn't authorize, or no, he didn't say it. He just said, you know, I, I didn't know he got one. It wasn't me. What's going on? What are you talking about? So you're basically conceding to the fact that you didn't know what was going wrong right under your very nose, which does not make you look good whatsoever. And Miley, one of the most woke piece of shit generals that got that award, is such a slap in the face to our military. This guy's a, just a dirtbag. So... Here's the other part. Let's keep going with this. Fauci was very important in the Biden administration, much less important. If you know, he didn't want to stop China. He wanted to let everyone come in from China. I stopped it. I overrode it. I overrode many of the things he did. He was much less important to me. Now, with that all being said, he's been there for years. He was respected. He lost a lot of the respect because of COVID, but he was respected. And on COVID, if you know what I did, I let the governors run their states. And many No, Trump says that. He says, I let the governors run their states. Trump also tweeted out. I've proven, I've showed the, the tweets over on my Twitter. You can go back and scroll back a few days or months, whatever. The tweet is there. Trump said, they have to go through me. They have to go through me. Trump's speaking out of both sides of his mouth now. His mouth, not mouths. That's weird. If you got the vaccine, maybe two mouths. I don't know. And maybe a tail. Trump said... They have to go through the president, which is me. Trump also, again, went after Kemp for trying to reopen Georgia. Did not have a lot of great things to say about freaking what's-her-nuts. Noam, who did not shut down her state. And the thing that really blows my mind is going by what Trump says here. It says, I left it up to the governors. But then you turn around and you attack DeSantis for how he handled Florida and then praise the likes of Cuomo for how he handled New York which in terms of what Cuomo did in New York, it was disastrous, disastrous. So again, Trump is speaking out of both sides of his mouth. And I'm not, it's like, dude, I feel the same way with DeSantis on Ukraine. Pick a fucking side. Pick a fucking side already. Either you endorse this shit or you didn't. Let's keep going. Many of the governors uh, opened up their states. Some of them didn't. Florida, that, by the way. True. Florida, by the way. Okay. I haven't even seen this part of the interview. He's already going after Florida. Didn't have to do that. Leave Florida alone. The Floridians love DeSantis for what he did in Florida. DeSantis reversed course. He said, I'm listening to my Surgeon General. We're going to stop all this bullshit. No vaccine mandates. Open everything back up. And people were happy. That's what the people wanted. Now, what I, I don't know what Trump's going to say here, but the fact that he's, I hope he doesn't attack Florida, but that's what he likes to do. But let's see. Was closed. Uh, but if you take a look at Henry McMaster, he had his state, uh, South Carolina, open. Uh, you take a look at uh, South Dakota. Okay, hold on. How long was Florida closed for? Trump talks about Florida was closed. How long was Florida closed for? It wasn't very long. Florida reopened before Texas, I believe. Like, Florida was one of the first states to reopen, I believe. If you go look at, like, all the things DeSantis did as far as reopening this stuff, it was one of the first states. Take a look at Tennessee. A lot of the states were 
not closed. And I allowed, it's the Federalist system. I allowed the governors to do that. I also allowed Democrat governors to do that. So by you saying I allowed, then it's really them or it's really you, not them. You, you allowed it. All right, whatever. But I don't think any of them, none of them did it. People in the chat are saying Florida was closed for two weeks. I was told it was like a month from what I remember, but I did hear two weeks as well. That's not very long compared to how long were we closed in Texas for? We were closed for uh, months. We were closed uh, for. What do you mean closed? Like all the stores were shut down. There was no. Um, there were still stores open. It was just some no, no, stores well, no, required no. you to come in with a mat. Like you could go to the grocery store. You could. Those go to, were always open. I'm right. talking about every other company out there that was not a large scale corporation like Target, Walmart, shit like that. But every other store was closed down. How long was that for? I don't know. I just didn't participate. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like we just. It was a. It was months. Habit, I was pissed at Abbott for that. Because I, I like know the, the gyms closed. Yeah. I know hairdressers had a really hard time, like all mm -hmm. over the country. Yeah. Because there was a lot of people that just didn't want to go into those places. Yeah. So what are they supposed to do? I mean, you can't, how, how are you supposed to afford your rent or pay your bills when you can't have any customers come in or customers exactly. just won't come in? Yeah. Not necessarily. I mean, Nancy Pelosi was going to get her hair done. <laughs> and freaking you know Newsom I mean? was having lunch in right. there. Yeah. That's the other I mean, part. So all these politicians fuck that shit up. Yeah. But what are you going to do at this point? I feel like it's, it's behind us moving forward as Americans, mm -hmm. as people, free thinking people, we should be able to decide whether or not what we do or how we live our lives, not have some, you know, greaseball politician tell us what we can open, what we can close, what's open. I agree. You know what I mean, I say leave it up to the people. Yeah. And they talk about like people wanting to quarantine, do your part. Well, then if you are, you know, immune compromised, if you're elderly or whatever the case, then quarantine. Yeah, if you're 300 pounds, mm -hmm. you know, COVID is... Mm -hmm. Just another, but what another happened? Like what happened yeah. as a result of this? Like we called this, we we said this back during COVID. It's like what's going to happen is they're going to close everything down, or when the process was happening, you're going to close everything down, and everybody's going to start screaming like, "Do your part!" People are going to die. It's like, but you're not looking at the long term effects economically of what you are creating now. We are going to feel this for years to come, years to come. And people didn't care. It's like, well, people are dying. Look, there is no perfect scenario. No, there there is no such thing as a perfect. That's what the people, quite honestly, are so ignorant towards. They feel like there has to be the best answer should be the answer that actually works and everybody gets what they want. It's not possible. It is not possible. So as a leader, you've got to make the tough decision to say, we're not closing down. Christy Noam didn't. She's got bigger balls than half. I mean, she got bigger balls than DeSantis. She didn't. Look at how they are doing. They're doing a-okay. I, I know Trump came out against, was it Sweden too? Because Sweden didn't shut down. Yeah. You know? And but they were also very small. I mean, I, I agree with them. But people were referencing Sweden. Uh, what was the other one? But yeah, they says like, we didn't shut down. Yeah. We're doing fine. Right. Herd immunity. Because I think there were studies on them for herd immunity. Right. And so there were people that were like attacking them. It's like, dude, leave them the fuck alone. If that's what they want that's to do. That's what we should have done. That's what we should have done, 100%. It, I mean, but now, a lot of us said that in the very beginning is like, masks don't do anything. Mm -hmm. And you got to have herd immunity. You mm -hmm. don't have to be a scientist to realize that once you get it, yeah. you have a, you know, you're better off. The more you get it, like the bigger, you, the more you're going to build your antibodies. Right. Like it's just like the flu. It just, it twists and turns and develops. But you know, the fact that, you know, Trump wants to go after Florida. It's like, dude, stop. Just fucking stop. Like, you know, but I think people keep hammering on the COVID stuff and the COVID. It's it fucking destroyed millions of businesses and millions of lives. And he will not stand accountable for it. Yes. I think he coming should out fucking of apologize. It, we started to see the V-shaped recovery. So businesses started to open back up and all that other stuff. But, you, I, but I he was the causation know. of all of it, though. Operation Warp Speed was all him. And the fact that he is not 
issuing any kind of mea culpa for it. Instead, just saying he even talked about, you know, and I don't know, I don't know if he's going to talk about. We'll, we'll keep the interview going, but it says Democrats praise me. It's like name some, name me some Democrats that have praised I you. Know, I like how he does that. That shit's fucking. That's gaslighting. That's bullshit. Trump's full of shit on that one. So let's keep going. Uh, wouldn't you like to go back and try to clip his wings? This guy was pushing mask mandates on us. He wanted the most extreme measure at every turn. Okay, look, I'm not one that blames a system that if you're civil service or if you have some other protection that you can't get fired because I've done things that are a lot worse than that. You're big right? on the firing. So, so yeah, I fired a lot of people. <laughs> I fired Comey, and that was one of the great firings. I Do Okay, whatever. I'm just gonna leave that alone. I fired Comey, and then I fired a lot of other people in the FBI, and they were great firings because <laughs> he fired a lot of people in the FBI. But you turn around and you appointed Ray. Ray's the biggest fucking shithead there is. I think all of them in the FBI. Are I, yeah, shitheads, it's like so. that's not something to be bragging about, and that's why conservatives, by and large, still don't get it. Here's a in the chat. Tammy said that in April 2020, uh, DeSantis issued an executive order instructing mm -hmm. the state of Florida to take pause for 30 days, stay mm -hmm. at home. Yeah. He was wrong. He was but, wrong. I mean, a lot but of at least to reverse course. Yeah. A lot of these governors did the exact same thing. So Abbott kept us locked down a lot longer, though, because I remember yeah, there was a yeah. lot of people that left California, New York to move to Florida because it was opening back up because at the time nobody knew how long it was going to last because everybody was saying like, well, this could go on for months, maybe a year or two years. We don't know. And the people were like, dude, fuck it. We're going to Florida. Florida like saw a massive uptick in people moving in because people were like, we want to go where there's freedom. And I couldn't even honestly blame them. Yeah. But the idea that, you know, 30 days, DeSantis is wrong, but as a good leader, he reversed course, reversed direction. I can respect that. If Trump would have done the same, bro, I would not be fucking going after this guy. I'd be like, hey, cool. But even still, Trump will not. Did I fuck up? Nope. Let's continue. Yeah, he's never going to do that. No. State and they were at work and they were not good people. Uh, so he talked about everybody fired. But this is what I was saying before. Conservatives still don't get it. You think these three-letter agencies are your friend. You think these three-letter agencies are working for you. So what blows my mind is how conservative politicians right now, and voters for that for that matter, I think I think it's finally starting to catch some, some trend here as far as abolishing the FBI. Wouldn't that be wonderful to see? That'd be like the greatest thing ever. Can you imagine saying, okay, uh, all you feds, you're fucking fired. Go learn to code, fuckers. Like Trump sits there and says, I've done a lot of fire, but I appointed a lot of good people to the FBI. Uh, I, that's like, I appointed a lot of great people to my firing squad. Great marksman. It's like, bro, you literally empowered the same organization that by the way, spied on you from the Obama administration. Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> and then who do you put in charge of it? Ah, uh, but I wasn't. I was not a big fan of Fauci. If you look at Ron DeSanctimonious, he was, this guy said. Uh, right there, right there. I wasn't a big fan of Fauci. Motherfucker, you had that dude up on that stage kissing his ass, and then you tried to flex to DeSanctimonious. DeSanctimonious praised the, uh, Fauci too. He did, but then he reversed course. So Trump is trying to do a gotcha moment on DeSantis back when it first started, but he's not going to point out how DeSantis reversed course and said, no, fuck that guy. Trump's being inauthentic here and he's gaslighting or he's doing a whataboutism that's ineffective. The greatest things I can give you articles that well, Fauci's great. He's wonderful. We that's what DeSantis said at first, because, again, at the time, nobody knew what was going on. But at the same token, by the same token, by the same token, after about like a month, people started saying, what the fuck? Something's not nah, this ain't going to work. 
DeSantis is one of those people. So if Trump will not in good faith give that or concede that endorsement or that kudos to DeSantis, but instead says, well, this is what he did at first. Well, Trump, so did you. So then you are equally as guilty, if not more. You empowered Fauci. Now, DeSantis changed course. You didn't. That's all there is to it. That's literally all there is to it. But Trump will never concede that. Love him. We don't do anything without Fauci. This went on for months. But he no, didn't, didn't listen to Fauci. Oh, he did 100%. Look. He shut down Florida I will for a give month. you. He shut down Florida. For a month. Oh, he shut it down for a lot long. He shut down the beaches. He shut down the roads. He shut down a hospital. He was shutting down everything. He also had long lines of people getting the jab, as he called it. Let's all go get the jab. The guy tried to change history in Florida. Now, eventually Florida was open, but a lot of these other governors didn't shut down at all. South Dakota didn't shut down. McMaster, South Carolina didn't shut down. Tennessee, there are states that didn't shut down at all. They probably did the best job. But Ron DeSantis was on a, under a lot of pressure, especially given the population, the age of a lot of Florida's I'm citizens. Not saying, I'm not trying to, to blame anybody. Okay. Yeah, you are. That's all Trump does. I'm not trying to blame anybody. You literally blame DeSantis and then praise Cuomo. You literally praise the enemy over one of your own. Fuck that. Say, I closed it down. Eventually we opened it, but I closed it down. But I gave him the right to keep it open. If he wanted to, I let the governors make the determination as to whether or not to close it down. But let me ask you this, because this is the number one question. I asked my audience, what would you like me to ask President Trump? Okay. These are your fans. Okay. This is the number one question they wanted me to ask you. That you shut the country down for six weeks in spring of 2020. Operation Warp Speed. Excuse me. Rush right? through. I didn't really. Let me, let me, I, let me ask no, their no, question. But Megan, this is I my let, audience's I question. The, I got to get I know, it out. But I let the governors shut down. Some did and some didn't. Okay. Some didn't shut down at Oper all. But here's the deal. What Trump is saying here, it just doesn't make sense to me. I like the governors choose on whether or not they want to allow freedom in their states. Can we all at least admit that the, the lockdowns and shutdowns were unconstitutional as fuck? I mean, we were saying that from the get-go. The two weeks to flatten the curve, like, I, I remember saying, I don't agree with this. I get where they're coming from on this. Maybe it'll work. But even I was kind of like, dude, we know where this is going to go. It's going to be two weeks. That's going to be two months. That's going to be two years. Because what the government takes, the government does not relinquish, at least not right away. I don't know. The first thing I thought about was, wow, this is a great opportunity to do a steal an election. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of people are feeling that way. Uh, when you make everybody stay home and you make everybody mail in ballots, and yeah. you hide everybody's identity and you're going to push mail in ballots. But and that's all that the other, other part shit. that like doesn't that doesn't make sense to me. Trump then signs the, the fucking CARES Act and encourages mail in ballots. When you say that's the biggest way of cheating, it's like, well, then why the fuck are you funding it? It doesn't make sense. But anyway. Like, I love to say this. I let the governors decide whether they want to be constitutional or not. Well, you're the president. Your job is to enforce the Constitution, to uh, make sure that people abide by it. So when Trump says, I let them make the decision, it's like, but bro, this is, you're the president. You are the president. Stand for freedom. Stand for liberty. Stand for the freedom to, to do as you see fit. Like, here's the deal. Like, say, like, we didn't even have the lockdowns enforced. Do you think people still would have quarantined? Absolutely. Absolutely. And here's how I know that people lined up to get the jab voluntarily, might I add. So when people's livelihoods and safety are jeopardized and they have questions about that, let them make the decisions. Your governmental role is to make sure the country is kept safe. But also in that situation, the federal government's role should have been, how can we facilitate 
a process that allows people, should they want, to get the vaccine or not without forcing it upon the people. Or you just simply say, you know, it's up to the states as far as like whether or not you want to get it. Federal services will be available. But even then, you're going to have like Milton Friedman talked about there will be people like with the FDA and stuff like that. You release a brand new medication that say wasn't FDA cleared. You will still have guinea pigs lining up to take it and try it. And what do they do for the vaccine? Same principle. It was FDA cleared. And what happened? Clot shot. Boom. Motherfuckers start dropping. And this is what I love about conservatives. These hypocritical MAGA conservatives. You sit there and you say, look at all these young people dying. Look at all these athletes. Dead, 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 dead. Who facilitated this? Who streamlined it? That was Trump. And I'll take it a step further. I posted on Instagram today, and this is what people don't fucking realize. That's how stupid people are. I said, Trump laid the foundation that allowed for the military to institute or uh, to implement a vaccine mandate that got troops kicked out. No, the mandates went into effect under Biden, but Trump had already done the framework and they were already discussing about putting these mandates in place before Trump left office. That was partially Trump and also partially Biden. So it's kind of like, I'm not sitting there pinning it all on Trump and I'm not going to pin it all on Biden. They are both in the fucking wrong on this one. That's why this is not a left versus right issue. Like so many people want to... Uh, painted as this is a people versus the government and Trump and Biden were the fucking government. I don't see how people just don't get this. And the people on Instagram, it wasn't Trump. He wasn't in office. He was operation warp speed. That was him. If you sincerely think that Operation Warp Speed that was facilitated by the military to issue vaccines and those troops themselves were to do this without being vaccinated, are you fucking high? All these idiot civilians in my comments say, oh, you're, you've never been in the fucking military, you ungrateful little fucks. Thank me for my service. Sit down and shut the fuck up and let an experienced person teach you for once because all you know-it-all fucktards in my comments clearly don't know fuck all about the military, how it works. When something comes down the pipeline in that nature, the military will be first and foremost, the front, first on the front lines to get it. This was already being discussed under Trump's administration. Biden made it mandatory. Trump set the groundwork. You cannot even fucking deny that. How many veterans came forward saying, hey, there's war, there's talks. Even my boy Pete, even my boy Pete. And he was on Operation Warp Speed. It's like, there's rumors. We know it's coming. And that was still while Trump was in office. They knew it was coming down the pipe. You cannot fucking deny that. That shit, well, it wasn't until Biden took office. Oh my God. Like, are people so simple-minded? Are you still so black and white? You don't fucking get it. Like, I, I am so fucking fed up with MAGA voters that refused to concede. That was so fucking unconstitutional. Only because you love Trump. You love Trump more than you love the Constitution. That pisses me the fuck off. Operation Warp Speed, though. Yeah. That was on the vaccines. They were rushed through. They have helped, but also hurt a lot of people. And your White House actually supported mask mandates. So wouldn't you like a do-over on any of that? That is true. Look, when this came in, nobody... That is funny how Trump did support mask mandates. He did. So explain to me. If the medium is the idea of your constitutional right, a free medical choice... And it's stripped away, whether it be at the hands of a vaccine or a face mask, isn't the concept the same? It's the exact fucking same. It doesn't matter if it's a vaccine forced upon you or a mask forced upon you. Because I can already tell you, the people out there are going to counter that, well, masks aren't the same as vaccines. In principle, it's the same fucking thing. 
You do not have medical autonomy over your own body. You are forced to wear a, a face diaper or inject yourself with some shit. I, this dude is so full of shit. And here's the thing. All he has to do is say, you know what? Fucked up. That's not going to happen again. He's you just, have my not word. to do that. Do and you're trying to put expectations on a person that's never going to right. apologize or take responsibility. You're right. And that's why I'm never going to vote for him. And it's then, like, if I, you I, will not admit as a leader that you fucked up and you will not stand on the, the, the principle of freedom and medical autonomy. And also this guy's not even pro-life. He talked about that the fucking pro-life people are what tanked us in the midterms. Like, ah, I don't think so. Again, I come back to the same idea of what about this guy? Uh, I think it was probably Lindsey Graham who came out with a statement of you need to do like a federal ban like against abortions or something like whatever he he said that was mm. like extremely. That's extreme. Lindsey Graham. Yeah. Even I had some issues with that one, though. I was kind of like, well, I mean, th that that is a very interesting argument because we talked about the protection of states rights versus federal. Right. I'll give you that. But also we're looking at the idea of. Should states be able to determine whether or not murder is legal or illegal? No, because I think it's a very basic right to life. So how is it any different when you have a right to life of the unborn and you let states versus federal make that decision or determination? If life is a life is a life, then it, it shouldn't matter. Then maybe federally it should be banned. That, that's that's why I'm conflicted on that one. That's why I feel like I, I, don't, I don't know. I, it definitely shouldn't be federally mandated. But why? Like, if, it, like if it's life, if it's protecting life. You got me, buddy. I, I would <laughs> that's, that's it. The, yeah, it's a, it's a conundrum. It's a conundrum. But I, I understand how people, I feel like that's the one issue off the top of my head that I can think of that I still am undecided on it, whether it should be federal or state. But everything else, well, I mean, here's the other thing. Like, if, if, it's a constitution, if it's a constitutional right, say, for example, the Second Amendment, there should be no ability to undermine the federal regulation or the, the Constitution should not be allowed to be undermined by any state. Like New York, they're cracking down again. They're basically saying that now to purchase ammunition, I don't know if you've seen this yet, guys, to purchase ammunition, you got to do a background check. And it costs you like two bucks, and then it's nine bucks for a firearm. Or so I, could, I could have that wrong. Um, but now the state is cracking down on the Second Amendment again. Should a state have the right to infringe upon your Second Amendment? I don't no. think they should. So no. then at a federal level, it should be legal across the board, and there should be no state dictates. So... The thing that I think we should be asking ourselves is where should states' rights take over from federal? So it's kind of like does the federal have like these are the constitutional rights, these are what's protected. Everything else after that is up to the states. That I can agree with. But I also feel like abortion for fall should should fall under that to where it's like it's the freedom and right to life of the unborn. And I know there's gonna be conflicting opinions on that. I, I respect them, I get that. It's just the way I see it though. It's like So if what's it's, your biggest concern moving forward for the country? For the country? Well, I feel right now, Biden, we're about to get hit with some more mask mandates. I feel like we're about to potentially face another lockdown, maybe. Um, they're going to try. See, for me, it's financial. Right. The most important thing to me right now is who can do the best financially for or economically for Fair our country. Fair enough. But and also, it's not two, so simplistic as one issue is financial. Two, what was the cause of our financial issues? Number, two, number two, it is securing the border. Mm -hmm. Actually, those are really tight yeah. for me. So securing mm -hmm. the border and our economic situation right, right now, because right. we're keep, we keep adding trillions right. of dollars to the debt, mm -hmm. national debt. But then let me ask you this then. So those are my two biggest if, things. If it's a, if it, I if know it's that a, Trump did a pretty damn good job for all of it, making us energy independent. Yeah. So like those, those things, yeah. that, that wins me over. But that's also status quo for conservatives. Conservatives by and large were saying that we want energy independence, drill, baby, drill. Or the whole idea that I see, I see a lot of the MAGA people on Twitter saying, well, he didn't he didn't get us into any new wars. It's like, well, Obama didn't either. That's a good job for 
doing what you should have been doing. I mean, I, I, that's like giving an award for doing your fucking job. But to me, it's just kind of like, to go back to what you were saying, um, if we look at cause and effect, if we look at a, a football game and the first half, they're doing great. And the second half, they throw it away and they lose it. You've lost the game. In the first half of Trump's presidency, we were doing very well. The second half, he destroyed it. So where I'm left is, if he won't apologize for the lockdowns, if he will not concede to the fact that he was wrong, why would I ever trust this guy again? For me, it's just because I know he could do a good job for our But he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. At the second half, he didn't. We weren't wealthier under Trump's administration. Under the second half, we were not. But when the Chinese virus was released onto the world, what happened? Like, the entire world went down. Mm -hmm. So, you know. But I we can didn't have some to responsibility down. on him, but I know moving forward, I think people will be a lot smarter as far as the choices they make, as far as mass mandate. But you'll admit that he yeah. won't. So then why should I vote for somebody that will not? Because basically yeah. his ego is so fucking big. I don't want and you if, leading. If there, if there was somebody better that could win, mm -hmm. then I would vote for him. Well, I think DeSantis but could the win fact if of the, the matter is would stop we, voting for this clown. We have this election. I Personally, I hope he gets... I hope he wins, mm -hmm. but if he doesn't, then, you know, then we have to move on to somebody else. But as, as it, well, that's definitely going to happen. Right this going to be it for Trump. Trump's not going to run again millions and millions of people who support this guy. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think we need a Republican in there. Hopefully it's Trump. If it's not Trump, you know, I'll support whoever the Republican nominee is. Just I think it will be Trump. As we just can't, but I don't think Trump is going to win the general election. Keep going I down this path because. Again, I fear for the uh, future of my kids Same. under a democratic leadership. Same, because but this guy is the reason that we, we are in the situation we're in now. He's partially responsible. And he yeah. and that's the other part, dude. Far, uh, it's part, just, it's never going to be a perfect situation for anybody of course who not. ever gets in but there. But what you could do is say, hey, I was wrong. We're never going to do that again. And, and that's like, just never going to happen. Well, then that's, fuck him. Then yeah, I'm never going to vote for him. <laughs> that's what I'm just saying. That, if he wants to lead and he talks about loyalty, be loyal to the American people. He was not. Fuck him. He can rot in hell for all I care. That dude attacked the Second Amendment. He is not pro-life. Again, I keep listing all these reasons. What quantifies him or what qualifies him as being a conservative? And the second half of his presidency, he did everything but conservative shit. Or at least constitutionally based shit. Let's keep going. Nobody knew what the hell it was. It sounded like an ancient, you know, pandemic. You thought that was from 200 years ago or from 1917. We never thought you'd have a pandemic. Nobody had any idea. We got word that bad things were happening in China right around the Wuhan clinic. And I was the one that said it was in the Wuhan clinic. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, stay, I stuck with it, and it was. It was absolutely. It came out of the Wuhan clinic. But you take a look, and what we did was, we, this was brand new. Nobody knew what the hell it was. There's dust. Somebody said there's dust coming in from China. And it's killing people in Italy, and it's killing people in France, and it's going to kill people here. And by the way, I shut it down to China. That was a big move. I saved thousands, hundreds of thousands of lives by doing it. But honestly, nobody, I don't blame a lot of people because nobody knew what it was. Now we do understand it somewhat. Nobody really understands it even now fully. But nobody knew what COVID was, and it wasn't even a name. I called it the China virus. I still do. I call it the China virus. It came out of China. You know, they call it COVID and COVID-19. As far as the vaccine's concerned, uh, you had the original COVID, and the vaccine had an impact on that. And there are some people, I will tell you, some friends of mine that are Democrat, I think they voted for me, but they're Democrat, very smart people, top people. They say, you know, I don't understand one thing. 
why don't you talk more about the vaccine? It was one of the greatest things you've ever done. Now think of that. They say to me and I say, I'm not going to talk about it one way or the other. First of all. Yeah, he has been talking about it. He talked about it in his campaigns. He got booed relentlessly. That's why he stopped talking about it. His campaign advisors are like, dude, stop bringing up the jab. Your own base is booing you at your rallies when you bring up the jab. For fuck's sakes, he introduced the fucking CEO of Johnson & Johnson. If that's not deep state, fuck me. What is, man? What is? Where's Drano? Where's where's all these fucking Jack Sobaseks? The Charlie Kirks? Where are you fucktards at? Literally up there, introducing his buddy that's in the swamp. We're going to drain the swamp. Oh, have you met my friend? He's called the Swamp Monster. What? Nigga, what? What the fuck are you on about, dude? We have all these signs right in front of us. This guy is fucking clearly not on our side. Or at least constitutionally he's not. I love the fact that he says, Democrats, you know, they're some smart people. Fair enough. They are slimy. I'll give them that. Why don't you talk more about the vaccine? Because the Democrats loved the vaccine. They worshipped the vaccine. Right? I am not so old enough that I forgot that they wanted to strap down to gurneys and forcibly inject it against our will. That's what well, Democrats were screaming for. As long as Trump wasn't president. As long as he wasn't president, they would take the vaccine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if yeah, he yeah. was yeah. president, yeah. they weren't going to take the yeah. they, they, vaccine. I think we came out pretty early and said, I'm not taking a vaccine. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like anyway, That's, that was so care. ironic to me, like so hypocritical of Democrats. And so when Trump brings this up, it's like in, later in the interview, I don't know if it's, he's going to say it here, but he says that uh, I have Democrats that tell me I did a, you know, a great job. I was like, who name them? I want fucking names because I read the article earlier today that Joe Biden said Trump handled the vaccine uh, as, as good as he could. And then Trump's like, well, when he praised me like that, it's hard to criticize him. It's like, so that once again proves if you kiss Trump's ass, he's not going to come after you. He yeah. wants blind fealty. And if you give him blind fealty, you're his friend. Disagree with him, and he exiles you from Macedonia. You are no longer on the Trump train. But I thought it was fucking hilarious how Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, every celebrity under the sun, I'm never taking the Donald Trump vaccine. And here's the kicker. Here's how stupid, not them, but here's how stupid they think you are. Here's how stupid they think you are, folks. I remember Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, every worthless celebrity under the sun were saying, I will never take a vaccine from Donald Trump. It will kill people. Oh, it's disgusting. Donald Trump, no. And then what happens? Operation Warp Speed was initiated, and I'm against it. I, you, you do what you want. But either way, Operation Warp Speed was initiated. Trump loses the election. Joe Biden takes over, literally hands him Operation Warp Speed to include that worthless little shit stick Fauci. And what do they do? They continue on with it. And then what do these celebrities and politicians do? Oh, we're taking the vaccine from the Biden administration. It's the same thing. Only thing that changed was the presidential title. That's how hypocritical this government is. That's how hypocritical politicians are, celebrities are. So you'll forgive me if every time we get a celebrity that suddenly swings a little bit right, I'm not going to sit there and get all wet and bothered by the fact I don't give a fuck about celebrities. They are out of touch. I don't give a fuck about politicians. Be they on our side or not, I don't give a fuck. They are out of touch with reality. I am slowly but surely turning more anarchist as the, the days go by. I want to see it fucking burn down. I want to see it just fucking burn burn. I want these rich elite motherfuckers on their knees begging for fucking table scraps because that's what they forced on other people. So fuck them.
no mandates. I don't want mandates. I never had mandates. Florida sort of had a mandate because they were giving the vaccine. I love how he goes after Florida again. Florida had the mandate. Why are you attacking Florida, bro? Florida made you look fucking stupid. The entire country wanted to move to Florida because of the bullshit that you fucking started. I'm not, I'm not for the mandates. I just created the platform which would allow the mandates to come later. It's like, you know, I, I didn't create AIDS, but I created HIV. Well, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? What the fuck are you talking about? This was you. This was you and Fauci. You worked with a fucking Democrat plant. Well, not a plant. This guy's a clear fucking Democrat. The fuck out of here with this bullshit. And fuck you for attacking Florida. DeSantis actually stood up and did the right thing after the fact. And you will not even concede that about him. So fuck Donald Trump. What a fucking cuck. They were demanding everybody take the vaccine. That's another thing. But no mandates, no anything. I didn't demand anybody take it. But I have people on the other side, I don't, not my side, although probably there are some on my side too. They said, you saved 100 million people because I got it done in nine months. As Who, okay. I love what he just said there. I got it done in nine months. Again, you can go research. What is the normal clinical trial period before rolling out any vaccine, folks? Can anybody tell me off the top of their heads? A quote, Donald Trump just said, I did it in nine months. And I like how he says, I, I, me, me, I. He claims responsibility. He claims responsibility. What? And I've told you this. If you listen to the show, I have told you this. What is the normal timeline of rolling out a vaccine? The answer is five to seven years at minimum. At minimum. Okay? Now, I want to make another point real quick about do-nothing worthless politicians. 2016, Donald Trump takes office. We were at, at that time, we saw massive censorship on social media. We saw Facebook censoring hardcore anyone that was like pushing Donald Trump stuff. And then when COVID hit, same thing. But back during those times, the biggest argument that was currently circulating, I remember Ben Shapiro was touching on this, was Section 230. When we talked about Ever, uh, platforms being free from being sued. Platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter could not be sued, right? Because they were protected under 230, which the government protect them. Therefore, they're, you're no longer a private entity. You're a, you're a proxy government employee. Therefore, the First Amendment should be respected, and you didn't. So from 2016 to 2018, we had control. What do we do about Section 230? Not a fucking thing. So when all these doctors... On social media that were censored, silenced, destroyed, that were trying to come out and say, wait a minute, ivermectin, wait a minute, herd immunity, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And once again, because of spineless, bullshit, fucking worthless politicians that did nothing, that's on you. You had the chance. You had the chance to change it. You had the chance to hold these motherfuckers accountable. And you did nothing. Not a fucking thing. So when the time came for the truth to get pushed to the masses and for people to see what was going on, what did platforms like Twitter and Facebook do? They censored them. They shut us down. And we're not even experts. We were just saying, hey, I think there might be something a little fishy about this vaccine. Boom. Banned. You can't talk about it. Medical misinformation. Not once did I say, as a professional medical expert... I think it was just like literally as a you civilian have a conversation about it.
Can't even have a conversation. So thank you, 2016, 2018 Republicans that did nothing. You're worthless. And that's why I have no loyalty anymore to the GOP. The GOP is spineless. You are weak. You are full of nothing but fucking clowns. And you are, I just, I don't see a point to you anymore. That's why I'm not voting GOP anymore. I'm done. I'm fucking done. When push came to shove and you had your chance to go in there and do things, you did nothing because of principle. Principle. Look what that got us. Look what it fucking got us. Dick all. Fucking dick all. Shit's so fucking annoying. As opposed to five years to 12 years. A lot of people... You're proud of it. No, I'm not proud of it. I'm saying what Democrats think. Democrats... Why do you you give a fuck what Democrats think about you? Yes, you do. You are proud of warp speed because you keep saying, look at your verbiage. I, 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 me, I, I, I probably saved 100,000 lives. That's what Democrats are saying. And you're telling me you're not proud of it? You've you've boasted this at your your rallies. It's on video. The fuck are you talking about? I get it. I mean, and I'm not, den- I'm I'm not, not somebody I'm who not... denies some of the good yeah. that the vaccines yeah. did. I, I lived through that too. But yeah. of course, a lot of people have been vaccine injured. And that's one of the questions. Those people are mad that they were rushed through and that they can't sue. Well, I never gave mandates. And people have to make up their own, you know, make their own decision as far as I'm concerned. Now, some Oh, hold on. Breaking news. Hunter Biden has been indicted on firearms charges. Gay. What the fuck? That's it? That's it? You're going to indict Hunter Biden on firearms charges? Hunter Biden, son of President Joe Biden, was indicted on three criminal counts related to his possession of a firearm or court filing showed. Hunter Biden, okay, uh, this is breaking news. Check back for further updates. Wow. Really? That That's what you're going with? You're, you're going with firearms charges. Forget the millions of dollars. Forget the shell companies. Forget all that. The gun. The gun is what did it. It's a brilliant movie. Think about it because they're going to turn around and use this to go after conservatives' gun rights. Because if we hold our own accountable, we're going to hold conservatives accountable. Such a bullshit. Really? Really? I don't know. I, I almost feel like they're going to take those guys out. You know what I mean? Let's keep going. Mandates are very strong mandates. Uh, largely Democrat governors and probably some Republicans, et cetera, et cetera. But there are Democrats that say, why aren't you talking about that? It's one of the, they really. Who gives a fuck what Democrats have to say? Why, why are you, you're basically saying Democrats because you, there's a reason you're not saying conservatives because conservatives never say that because Democrats will because they're stupid. So why are you quoting stupid people? Trump, Trump does this. If, if they pander to Trump, and again, this once again proves, if you kiss Trump's ring, if you kiss the ring of Trump, he will love you to include Democrats. Believe strongly. One said, you say, and this is very smart people. They said, you saved 100 million people worldwide. Uh, in 1917, you know, they, it could have been as much as 100 million. It ended the First World War because all the soldiers were dying of, of this horrible Spanish disease flu. of 1917. You know, it actually ended the First World War. The soldiers were dying. They were on the lines. They're fighting and they're dying of this horrible disease. They said, you might have saved 100 million people, 50 million people. Why aren't you talking about it? I said, I'm not talking about it. But what I did do is I got something done for that specific thing. I also got Regeneron, and I got a lot of therapeutics done, which were great. I also got the robes and the leather and the rubber and all of the different things, the ventilators. Mm -hmm. We did a tremendous job. 
And it's never, you know, they appreciated what I did with the economy. I got a lot of good marks on economy. I got a lot of good marks on a lot of things. Rebuilding the military, getting rid of ISIS. Uh, the didn't get rid of ISIS. I, I don't know why Trump continues to make this and boast about this claim. ISIS is still there. Like I, <laughs> ISIS is still there. What he, he, he beat him get, back, huh? He beat him back, but he didn't get rid of him. I mean, even when he didn't get rid of him, that's what he just he, said. I got rid of ISIS. No, you didn't. Even when he beat him back, I think everybody was like, "Well, they're never going to be totally gone, but at no. least they did something, right?" Yeah, but it's the idea of also understanding that you didn't beat, you didn't destroy him. Like he's trying to. Okay, that'd be like saying, and quite honestly, I, like I destroyed the Taliban, but they're still there, so therefore you didn't destroy the Taliban. You can say because we beat them back. That's it's an fine. ideology, right? Do what? It's more of an ideology. No, right? it's because not. you're never going to kill that idea. Right. Of but Trump what doesn't understand in. that. And when he's telling that to, okay, so for example, the only reason I know this is because I, I fought these motherfuckers. Right. So when he says, I beat them, it's like, no, you didn't. We lost Iraq and Afghanistan. We lost those wars. You didn't win anything. And if we go even further down the rabbit hole, Trump used the Afghanistan withdrawal as a reelection bid. Why didn't Trump? He had the time. We had the time. He didn't. He basically said, if I'm reelected, that's happening next. We're going to withdraw. We got the timeline set up. Ceasefire with the Taliban. But it's like, bro, make it happen now. Because the probability of somebody else coming in, like Joe Biden, that we know how ineffective those morons are going to be. It's like, don't leave it up to a potential Democrat to do because you know they're going to fuck it up. They're, they're horrible. At this. And look what they did. They fucked it up. What do you think the timeline was for? Do what? Why do you think they had a timeline? Basically, from my understanding, it was that there was, number one, they had to operate or they had to negotiate the ceasefire with the Taliban, which they agreed to. And it's like, and so a lot of people that went after Trump on now, specifically Democrats, we don't negotiate with terrorists. When it comes to a war, Trump was right. Yes, you do. If you can manage a ceasefire to where both sides stop fighting and there's no more dying and say, here's the deal, we're leaving. And you can negotiate a ceasefire like Trump did. Fucking awesome. That's good. So I will give Trump that. But that's also it's like, let's get him the fuck out of there. Get him out of there now. Because a ceasefire with the Taliban, you're not fighting just the Taliban. You're fighting other forces in there that are fighting alongside of them. And the Taliban to control them, that's very difficult. It's like getting several different gangs together to say, okay, here's the deal. We're all going to do the same thing. It's not going to work that way. Even There's even different sects or different uh, variables within the Taliban. So, But again, when Trump goes back and says... So would we leave military bases over there where, or would just evacuate altogether? Mm-hmm. So you would have to pack up all the stuff that was brought over for the past 20 Wouldn't years. Wouldn't take right? long. That's the thing. Military is good at shit like that. Like I'm telling you. So because they left how, how many millions and millions of dollars worth of billions, billions of dollars worth of equipment. Yeah. And the like crazy part of it weapons. is like, do what weapons? Yeah. Wep- and then big warehouses full of American cash. Taliban, they're funded. Like, they have an actual standing army now. Do you think that maybe would be the reason that it would take some time to get those assets back over stateside? Rather than oh, the just assets doing were what, never going to come back. Rather than just yeah. doing what Joe Biden... I mean, because Trump even said that himself, too, after the botched withdrawal mm-hmm. was that we've left all this, all these weapons mm-hmm. and all this stuff. It would there was be a lot of the assets to that take you are, it back over. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of the sense. assets. We did the same thing in Vietnam, same thing in World War II. There's going to be a lot of stuff you are going to leave behind. But at that same time, if you're going to be leaving it behind with the condition of the Taliban, you know we're going to take it over, you can cripple and dismantle it. We didn't do anything. We did nothing. I mean, there were some, don't get me wrong, there were some things that a lot of people did do to like fucking, um, uh, what's the word for it? Um, sabotage certain things. But there was a lot of things just kind of like we left in such a hasty beat feet retreat. It was just like, dude, how are we leaving warehouses full of cash and and weaponry to that extent? So it was rushed to when when Biden took over. Trump had enough time. 
There was because even Trump said, we're going to pull out of Afghanistan. We had four years. Now, granted, I'll give you two years. That was COVID. I get that. But at the same time, that's a, that's a global war. Pull them out. Get them out of there. Obama could have did it. And this is what I'm saying. This is, this is not left versus right. This is the government, folks. They keep saying the same thing. We're going to shut it down. We're going to end the war. Blah, blah, blah. Fucking Obama was bobbing more motherfuckers than Bush. Nobody withdrew us. And then Trump negotiated the deal. And then it fell on Biden. Trump waited for a, a re-election thing because that's a solid feather in your cap for a second term of like, I ended the war and I pulled our boys out. That didn't happen that way. I felt like that re-election or that uh, withdrawal was kind of like a re-election campaign promise. So ultimately, 13 good men and women died as a result of that. The biggest tax cuts in history. Uh, Supreme Court. I never got, I think, the credit that I deserved on COVID. And I'll tell you the way I look at it. Never got the credit you deserved on COVID. What credit do you deserve on COVID? The credit you deserve is what you keep referencing to the Democrats. Democrats, the one, well... (laughs) Again, I want to know which Democrats are giving him credit. Name me three, bro. Name me three barring Joe Biden. Please. You know this guy has Democratic friends. Do what? You know he's got Democratic billionaire friends. Potentially. I don't even know that they would consider themselves Democrats or Republicans. Yeah, or, they're just, they're, they're, not, they're, they're populists right. is what they are. Absolutely. But again, it's like, don't sit there and say Democrats, because if we're saying Democrats, who do you think of when you say, when he says Democrat? I'm thinking Biden administration, AOC, any Democrat representative currently in government. Uh, I would say more just billionaires and millionaires that he knows who donate. You think Democrats? You think that when he says Democrats? That's what I think of, yeah. Okay. I think the complete, uh, exact, I'm thinking of like elected representatives and stuff because that's who he always refers to. I don't think, no. I I don't think it's anybody in in the government. I think it's more of his buddies and stuff that he has relationships with and talks talks to. I think he's talking about Democrats. I could be wrong, but uh, yeah, that's what... That's where my mind went when he said, I, I know Democrats. Let's keep going with this. We're almost done. We got like a minute left. And nobody knew it was. We have to put ourselves back then. I had a meeting and we had a lot of professionals in the Oval Office. They say, sir, something bad is happening in the world. I said, what's that? And they said, people are dying. They're dying in China, in this area. And there was pictures of body bags all over the place, black body bags, satellite pictures. And they were all over. I said, that's strange. And then they'd have a next, another meeting the next day and the next day and the next day. And all of a sudden, they had something where the first person died in the United States and then another. Yeah. And then it died. Then they started dying all over Italy and all over Europe. Nobody really knew. All right, so that, there's more to this interview. Megyn Kelly actually, I, I will, I'm not a Megyn Kelly fan. I could have swore she like went off the conservative reservation. I, I thought she went more centrist left. But apparently, I, I still maybe she still is. But she did. I felt like she did a good job asking Trump the hard hitting questions, like holding him accountable. Because I feel like that's what a lot of people want to know from him. It's like, where do you stand now? And I still don't know. Because my question: Would you lock America down again? Have you heard him ask that at all? Mm, no. Why hasn't anybody asked him that? It's a good question. It's a very good question. But I think Megyn Kelly showed bigger balls than Tucker Carlson. But- after listening to it as well, it sounds like he wasn't a proponent of locking down the country while he was president. It said it sounded like he was leading more like his stance was I left it up to the states, the governors to handle their states how they wanted to because that's how it should be, right? 
But then he came back and tweeted out something completely different. I'm going to find the tweet for you. This is what basically blows up in his face. Uh, let me find it for you. I'll have to go look it up. But I remember, I remember seeing this tweet. Um, damn it, I'll have to go look it up. I'll find it. I had retweeted it a while back, but it's this was from like 2020 when he tweeted this before he got banned on Twitter. Here's uh, from March 25th, 2020. It says, Lamestream Media is the dominant force in trying to get me to keep our country closed as long as possible in the hope that it will be detrimental to my election success. The real people want to get back to work ASAP. We'll no, be- it's not the tweet. He actually goes in there and says it's up that to That was me. March 25th, 2020. Mm-hmm. No, he was out there. Um, he was out there saying the exact opposite. He tweeted out that they have to go through him. I'll find it. That's what I'm saying. Trump's talking out of both sides of his mouth on this one. He's saying one thing now, but that's not what he was saying back then. Hold on. Was, Do you think, was, is this the most pressing issue for you as yeah. far as? I don't want to see us locked down again, 100%. I don't want to see, like, if Trump wins the, the primary and he, and he somehow so, manages to get a reelected. If a Democrat gets elected, what do you think is going to happen? Same thing. Yeah. It's same thing. Same down. thing Trump did. So why am I going to pick one of two to do the same thing? Yeah, I just don't think he would. He did it already. Take that, take that route again. But he, okay, so hold on. You say, I don't think he's going to take that route again. Show me one thing Donald Trump has said in the terms of, I fucked up, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. Give yeah, me one not, quote. Give he, me one quote. Yeah, he's, he, I already said he's not going to say that. We, we can't so then, count on so him to what am I? So what am I supposed to believe then, that he won't do it again? Right, you, you don't you're have going by blind faith. So you're saying a left versus right, uh, Trump that versus anything Biden. That you do no, anybody, it's not. Any, now it's to the point so where it's anybody like. anybody you vote for, you're not going by blind faith. You're, you don't know what anybody's going to do, except for right. the Democrat. Except no, but also what Trump already did. But the Democrat, I mean, we could Biden safely just assume that the Trump Democrats did. are going to do what they say they're going to do because Biden did say he was going to shut down oil and gas. He did. All right. And then what happened? We're talking about something completely different here. Right. Well, We're talking about I'm lockdowns. Saying, like, what the most Trump, important thing to me is going to be. Has Trump said he will not lock us down again? Has Trump actually said it? I don't know. No, he has I've not. He has not. No. So why would I ever vote for him again? I, I if guess, the economy I guess is in shambles be like, because the of the lockdowns that he brought in, why would I vote for that again? So what is the alternative? Not voting at all and saying, fuck it, let it burn, because your vote's not going to matter anyway. Because yeah. if the election and was then, stolen like you claim it was, then what's it, how's he going to stop it again? Uh, hopefully they have something in place now that'll they'll what, go what out is he, and do what, the uh, so voter you're saying harvesting. Hopefully, what has he shit. talked about that? What has he talked about? Let's talk about mail ballot harvesting. What do you say about that? We're not going to do it. That secured a lot of victories in the midterms. So Trump is saying... All these things, but the way to achieve this, he's not doing anything about. In fact, he's discouraging it. So if we go by what he's pushing for, he sounds like a fucking Democrat plant at this point. You think so? Bro, I'm to the point now where all the conspiracy theories in the world is leading me to believe that maybe he is. Fuck, dude. I mean, he attacks the fucking Second Amendment. He's not pro-life. He shuts us down. He does all this shit. He's like, dude, if I go by actions, this guy's a fucking Democrat. But he says these, I mean, dude, he called Hillary Clinton beautiful people again. And I'm like, this is I saw that. This is it was a joke. Fuck. Huh? 
I saw it was a joke. No, she went, was at his event. I went and looked it up, and it was a joke. There was one that was a joke. He was but talking then, about Ron DeSantis or somebody like that. And he's like, then he starts talking about Hillary. He's like, maybe I should call her beautiful Hillary. Oh, because he was used crooked Joe. He's like, oh, we, there was we, actually a event. Like, what do we say now? What do we yeah. say about? He's like, oh, maybe I can say beautiful Hillary Clinton. No, no, but then he actually called her, her and Bill, beautiful yeah, people I, at an event that she went I to that was recent. I don't know. I, I, the only I, thing I know is that look under it up, his administration, let's look it up real quick. We're going to look this country. up right now. Trump calls Hillary Clinton beautiful people. We're going to look this up right now because I'm, I'm sorry. When this guy says, oh, we're going to lock her up, you're going to be in jail, and then you turn around and call them beautiful people. I'm led to believe that you're not going to pick a side then and stick with it. As long as they kiss your ass and basically worship you, then they're okay. Then you can be tolerated. Okay. Because it was recently, okay. right? He said, there's been a few times he's done. Now, the one you're referring to, he says, I'm going to give her a new name. I don't know, maybe lovely Hillary or beautiful Hillary, Trump said in April. Now that crooked name is reserved for Joe Biden. Yeah. Out of respect for the office of president, I don't talk this way for five or six weeks ago. I knew I felt very badly, Trump said. He's a crooked person. He's a totally dishonest guy. Uh, so, But we have changed his name. I even took it away from Hillary and we call him Crooked Joe instead of Sleepy Joe. We call him Crooked Joe. Then his former friend, Chris Christie, on whose advice he appointed his former brigade uh, attorney or uh, Bridgegate attorney, Christopher Ray, to the head of the FBI. Christie's eating right now, sir. Please do not call him a fat pig. It's disrespectful. You can do okay, whatever. whatever. But then he goes to an event. I got to start saving these retweets where he actually he's doing this. He's at an event and he literally calls for a round of applause for beautiful Hillary Clinton over there. This was in like, fuck, not that long ago. And I'm like, Jesus, what the hell is going on? Like, what's going on with this guy? If people in the chat can find it and want to link it, I, I'd appreciate that. It's like I'm trying to cover a lot of things here. I don't know. I just feel like everything I feel, and, and I can only imagine, because we I'm not even going to lie, we lucked out. We did good. Like, Shell Shock thrived in COVID. We didn't shut down. We did, we were very blessed. I cannot imagine how a business owner that worked their fingers to the bone to create something felt when these lockdowns came into effect and they blame the governors and they're screaming, stop this, reopen, reopen, reopen. And where is Trump? Nowhere to be found. No, he's not saying anything. I can, I would feel as a business owner, Trump's at fault out that I'd hate him. I would fucking hate him for that. You're the president. You empowered Fauci. Fauci and the CDC advised the governors clearly with bias information, whom, by the way, the gain of function research, that was Fauci. Nothing happens to him. This turns into a not left versus right, just a people versus the government. So I'm left to believe, fuck them all. You know, and here's the thing. Like, say, for example, a lot of the GOP base stops voting GOP and says, we're done with you until you fix this shit and you stop fucking with these, like, you, you just stop this. We start electing people. That's the other part. This is a lot of voters' fault. This is the voters' fault. We voted in the likes of Marjorie Taylor Greene on the heels of Donald Trump and his fucking clown show. Uh, even, even Mitt Romney is now saying he's not going to run for re-election. He's like, it's time for a new generational leader to step up. At least that old fucking pathetic piece of shit Mormon yeah, will at least concede that. Why do you think he's that. doing that? Oh, he knows he's done. I, I really think Romney would not get re-elected at this point because he's turned his back on Trump. He's turned it back on his voter base. Yeah, he's not a conservative. He's a scumbag. He's a very big scumbag. You know who should have won that 2012 election? Was Ron Paul. He should have been the Republican nominee. I That's agree. what I knew. I'm like, this is this whole thing Bullshit. is rigged. Yeah. Like he was leading in the polls. And I remember specifically watching after the debate, mm -hmm. Ron Paul was at the very top 
but the media wouldn't stop talking about Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney, Romney, I feel like Romney is just one of those guys. He's going to use you and then kind of, kind of like get what he needs and then throw you away. Scumbags. Like a Oz. Oz was endorsed by Trump and then Oz took Trump off this website. Remember that? Because everybody's like, whoa, is this, is this Oz like breaking ties with, with Trump? Because a lot of those people will do that to Trump. Trump will like, and that's the thing. Trump doesn't research his candidates that he's endorsing. He endorsed, when people talk about like Trump endorsed solid candidates in the midterms, he endorsed Junior Majewski, stolen valor, fat veteran extraordinaire. That piece of shit. And Trump endorsed them. I'm like, bro, are you fucking smoking crack? So when people think that Trump giving endorsement is basically Trump saying, I've done the research, I know this guy. No, it's, are you going to grovel at the knees of Donald Trump? If you will, he will give you the endorsement and he's made himself a political ally. He doesn't care about your past. He doesn't care about your history. He doesn't care about your voting record, whatever the case, as long as you kiss his ass. And that's why we're in the clown show circus we're in today, where we're surrounded by the big boobs, Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the rest of these fucking retards out there running like a bunch of quacks, Matt Gates, fucking nerds and losers. GOP wannabe social media fucking influencers that have no business doing that job because they suck at it. They fucking suck. And then Trump endorses McCarthy. Is McCarthy a fucking rhino? Yeah. Then why is Trump endorsing him? Yeah, I'm not saying the guy is fucking. But I'm saying that's a, what that's my point. Like, well, I know you're not saying that, but I'm just he's saying got some crystal ball back there. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, saying going by his that he, he endorsed fucking Romney, bro. Out of all he endorsed the presidents Romney of our and lifetime. Paul Ryan. He said Paul Ryan was a good guy. Out of all the presidents of our lifetime. He's the one guy who started working on the border. He made his energy independent and he did a few good things that a few good. And then he undid it all. But any other president, I, I'm not sure who's they're going to get the same shit done. No, I think they will. I, I honestly feel like if the GOP voter base, that sounds I, like blind faith. No, I think <laughs> no blind faith in the idea that someone will eventually step in because even Democrats now are getting on board with the whole close the border because of all the crime rates in the Democrat cities. That's not blind faith. That's simply saying, I think we will get to a point very soon where somebody can say, look, we need to unite and be bipartisan and shut that fucking border. That's not me yeah. saying that I think a Republican's going to do it. A Democrat could do it for all I know, because again, I feel they like could. we're going to shift. But I will, I'll put it this way as far as Donald Trump, as far as what he did and how he undermined it. You can save many different lives and win the Medal of Honor and suck one dick and you're forever known as a dick sucker. <laughs> I just think that's a very accurate way of describing it. He did put a lot that, of good, but then he fucked it up. Put that on a t-shirt. Dick sucker. General Miley's in the news. General Woke Miley says Miley wanting to evacuate American citizens, Afghan allies was a huge mistake. Um, for those that don't know, Miley is not liked in the military. This guy is a piece of shit clown. Woke fucking. He's the one that said, I need to, I want to understand white rage or uh, white. Um, was it white rage? What had they call it? I want to, uh, I want to understand white. I don't know. Chocolate. White chocolate. It was, um, it was some woke bullshit. Miley went into it. And uh, during a portion of an interview with ABC News Chief Global Affairs correspondent Martha Raddatz, set to air on Sunday's edition of this week, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff General Mark Miley stated that he agrees with former CENTCOM Commander General Frank McKenzie that it was a massive mistake to not evacuate American citizens and at-risk Afghans sooner. You don't say... Raditz asked General McKenzie, said it was a serious mistake not to go, not to begin an evacuation of our embassy personnel, our American citizens, and our at-risk Afghans earlier. Do you agree with that? Miley answered, yeah, I agree with that, sure. Well, of course you have to agree with that. I mean, you've already looked at this burning field that is your decision-making and the Biden administration's decision-making of the wreckage that is now our Afghanistan withdrawal that is a permanent blemish and scar on the American face and say, 
I mean, are you gonna come out and say, ah, no, I think we did it the right way. All right, all right. Of course he's gonna fucking admit this. But here's what people don't get. <laughs> we've done this enough that we should have this perfected by now. We've, we've, when we were shutting down bases over there, there was a, a hierarchy or there was a structure and a system as far as how you close that shit down and then withdraw effectively while still maintaining your security posture. We didn't do that in Afghanistan. Afghanistan was, we're leaving motherfuckers behind. And that was so fucked up. So fucked up. Unforgivable. We left Afghan interpreters and families that worked for us, for worked for U.S. coalition forces over there, that put themselves at risk every single day. And what did the government do? They turned their back on them. And they left them to die. Folks, the stories I can tell you of friends that I have that were over there is like, John, they strung them up from light poles. They decapitated them in front of their women and children. They raped the women. Bro, it's fucking horrific. Horrific. Biden's thing was a fucking catastrophe. Another part of the interview, Miley said that uh, taking 124,000 people out in an amazing log- is an amazing logistical feat. That's true. And it exceeds that which came out of Vietnam during Operation Whirlwind. And those people are freed today because of the courage and bravery of all those who were on the ground in that airport. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? We, you fucked up. You fucked up. Don't what about is something else that has no fucking bearing over what's going on now. Well, if you look back at Vietnam, shut the fuck up, dude. We're not talking about Vietnam. Another war we shouldn't have been involved with. This fucking clown. I hate these people. Oh, I fucking hate these people. Oh, uh, well, uh, we, we, we accomplished an amazing thing. You fucked it up royally is what you did. And the, uh, the sad thing is, this is their job. This is what they're paid to do. And you didn't even do that successfully. So what would you say you fucking do here? Good news. The New Mexico dumbass fucking governor, this cunt. She got smacked down. A temporary restraining order issued against New Mexico's governor's concealed carry ban. Gun owners of America secured a temporary restraining order Wednesday against New Mexican governor uh, Michelle Luan. Grisham's ban on concealed carry. Once again, NRA. Where the fuck are you at? Where's where's the NRA? Did, this is kind of your thing, you know? From my cold, dead hands. In the words of Charlton Heston, whom I think would be like rolling in his grave to see what the NRA has turned into. Gun owners America getting shit done. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Gun Owners of America, also known as GOA, tweeted out, the GOA and Gun Foundation have received a temporary restraining order against New Mexico's governor, tyrannical firearm carry ban. This is a win for all gun owners in New Mexico and sends a clear message to all anti-gun states shall not be infringed. Fuck yeah. Oh, that gets my pee-pee hard. Breitbart News reported that GOA filed their lawsuit in a U.S. district court against Grisham's order on Sunday, two days after the ban was announced. They did not waste fucking time. Where's the NRA? You out there shilling? You out there shilling? I remember when Trump attacked the second. Where was the NRA? Fucking crickets. Kirk, the rest of these little fucking clowns over Turning Point? Not a peep. Word. Well, you know, we're a nonprofit. We can't talk about policy. Bullshit. Jerking your shit. Fuck off. You got to love it. Gun owners of America. I mean, if you want to donate to a car, donate to those motherfuckers. They're getting shit done. Good for them. Props and shout outs to gun owners of America. NRA, you're fucking worthless. 
I don't even go to their shows anymore. Like, NRA is just a big fucking joke. All right. This is a, uh, this is an interesting one. Rich man in North Virginia. I'm telling my soul down in North Carolina. Uh, it's catchy. I'll give you. It's catchy. It's catchy. Is it? I think it kind of is. I mean, it's, I'll put it this way. In terms of, in terms of country music, I'd prefer that over the shit coming from the Luke Bryans and these Jason Aldean fuckboys. It's like, when do cowboys have earrings and wear tight jeans? Or like skinny jeans. When do we start doing that? Curious. Man, bring me back the fucking George Straits, the Marty Robbins, the George Jones. The Hank Williams. The Hank Williams. I, I, I'm going to say, I don't even think Hank Williams is that good. I'm sorry, I just don't. He was a pioneer in the industry. I will give him that. But I think his son, uh, Hank Jr., was way more talented. Way yeah. more talented. But um, so... Oliver Anthony's kind of in hot water, but not really. I kind of had a feeling this is what the what happened. So essentially, he's he was going to play at a show, and the show was at this uh, play. Oh, let me just read the article. Oliver Anthony cancels. That's who the singer is, Oliver Anthony, and he's he's blown up, man. He's been on Austin Peterson. He's been on Joe Rogan. Like this kid has hit international fame, literally in like a month. Like he is everywhere. Which you know, kudos. That's awesome. That's that's the beauty of social media. It can, it can create that, which is good for him. But, um. Rich man of North Virginia singer Oliver Anthony took issue with a Knoxville bar charging $200 for a meet and greet. Uh, okay. Well, here's the problem with that. Oliver Anthony was asking for $120,000 to perform. So for the bar to break even, you got to up your ticket sale pricing. That's the way it works. He did? He asked for $125,000? Well, that's where it gets a little interesting. He is now coming out and saying, well, the bar said, hey, because uh, he basically said, we're canceling the show. They're charging a lot of money for tickets. And I think with the, the breaking stuff about Taylor Swift and the pricing of her tickets, it's gotten astronomical and, and just ridiculous. And people are getting fed up with it. So I think Oliver and Anthony was trying to take a stance against this saying, you know, I'm not going to charge that much. He's like, But if your asking price from a venue is astronomical, and I'm sorry, but $120,000 to perform for an hour is fucking ridiculous. You are, here's the other thing. You're, you're an overnight sensation. That's fine, but you're not worth that because you haven't sustained that. You got a one hit wonder. In my yeah. opinion, you got one hit. Let's go see you repeat this. If you can't, you're not, I'm sorry. You're not at that level yet, bro. You got to earn your shit. I heard he didn't write it. I don't know. Either way, it's, it's a great song, but it's like, you better see if you can maintain this. See if you're actually, you can, you can replicate this and other great songs that are, Different, and I guess, but but I'm not blaming him. Sing the song. Sing the song, you freaking ginger. <laughs> but he's not at fault on this one. Supposedly, this is where it gets a little interesting. I feel like this is a case of I'm trying to grandstand to pander to my base to say, look at me, I'm a good dude. Which again, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if that's who you genuinely are, good. Well, let me just finish this article. Country sensation Oliver Anthony made the decision to cancel an upcoming performance in Knoxville, Tennessee after the bar. He was slated to perform at hiked up ticket prices. Anthony gained notoriety last month after his politically charged song, Rich Men of North Virginia, went viral. You know what he's referring to on Rich Men of North Virginia? What? Washington, D.C. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, he said, I apologize for the price at Cotton Eye Joe, the musician wrote on his official Facebook page on Tuesday. I have a friend of mine trying to help me book gigs. I told him I don't want to do anything that's more than $40 a ticket, ideally no more than $25 a piece. He, he could be telling the truth. I don't know. I don't know. 
But here's where it gets weird. These are supposed to be affordable shows. Please don't pay $90 for a ticket. I'm going to go work out the details with him. If we can, if we have to reschedule this event somewhere else, we will, the singer wrote. He's jumping to conclusions very quickly because... I'll just keep reading it. It's all the horses. They're charging extra VIP meet and greet. Theirs are supposed to be free. I will get this sorted out ASAP. Don't buy any tickets until then, he added in the comments section. His mistake was he went after the venue. It was, was not the venue's fault. This was not the venue's fault. Because as soon as he said that, I was like, they're charging astronomical tickets. Well, if you're going to go perform and you're paid to perform, why are they charging that much? Because normally any venue, Tommy Vex can attest to this, when you're going there and you say, this is what I require in payment, the venue has to make their money back through ticket sales. Sure. So they're going to factor it out and say, okay, if we're going to pay this guy, say, for example, $60,000, we need to say, you know, our average traffic on a Friday or Saturday night, and this guy is very famous. He is going to draw a crowd. What's our maximum capacity? And what do we have to charge per ticket to make our money back? Or at least at minimum break even, at minimum break even, and then hopefully you get residual sales later on. That's up to the venue. That's business 101. I don't think Oliver knew that. I don't think he knew that. But he uh, he automatically just went on the attack a little bit. He's like, don't go buy tickets. We're not performing there. It's like, bro, I don't think you understand how this works yet. Maybe pump the brakes before you start trying to virtue signal. The following day, the Virginia native provided his social media followers with an update addressing the claims previously made. And this was uh, the Cotton Eye Joe tweeted this out. They posted about this. Um, and, the, and then they seemingly deleted it by the establishment that Anthony was charging 120000 to perform at the bar, which re was reflected in ticket prices. Cotton Eye Joe claims we are charging people $120,000 per show. Now, listen how he words this. They have since turned the comments off, but I wanted to clarify. The most I've ever made on a show is $35,000. We've done two shows in North Carolina that were completely free and have another free show scheduled September 23rd in Kentucky for a cancer benefit, Anthony explained. Already right off the bat, poor business skills. I, I will say it right now. You strike while the iron is hot. If you want to do it for free and you don't want to make music your thing, fair enough. Fine. Understand that. But if you're wanting to actually be a musician, well, bro, now you got to book a studio. Now you got to get a band. Now you gotta, and all this shit costs money. Look, costs if you need an uh, audio board, Josh one. got you covered <laughs> in the back. But, um... Okay, so it continues. It says, my booking guy handled all of this on the phone with them, and I realized there are two sides to every story, and I can respect the fact that I'll come out and at least concede that. He said, but I personally talked with Cotton Eye Joe on the phone about not charging extra for meet and greet. That's why I was so upset about seeing them charge $200 for it. I felt like they suckered us into playing there just so they could make extra money off of y'all, he added. However, the musician said he harbors no grudge writing of the bar. He said, I wish him the best. All the fault ultimately is with me. I should have been more thoroughly involved in the booking. I should probably consider using a professional consultant in this area. There's no reason why tickets should have went up for sale before a contract was signed, he explained. The good news is we've already found multiple other options for $25 admission venues in Knoxville. So, uh, later Anthony shared he had booked performances in Knoxville Convention Center September two days after his original. Okay, so where'd the $120,000 come from? You think Cotton Eye Joe fabricated that? Sounds like maybe the guy that was booking uh -huh. it for him said, uh -huh. hey, we need $120,000 uh -huh. for him to come and perform. And so Anthony, take yeah. a percentage of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I had a guess. That's, I, what, that's I what I was thinking, too. So it's like, Oliver, maybe check your fucking sources before you go on the attack, bro. That was your guy. You're at fault. That North, that man north of Richmond. Now he's Look one of them. <laughs> he's one of them. You're singing about yourself at this point, buddy. I mean, good for him, dude. I mean, honestly, good for you and your success. I mean, he's got, he's got, a, he's got a talent. When you listen, when you look at the dude, you don't, you don't see that voice coming from that guy. 
But then again, most people you don't. Um, but I wish him nothing but success. I hope he continues on because I feel he's got a good feel. He's got a good sound. You think so? I, I like it. It, it resonates with me. I'm selling my soul. <laughs> I do like it. I can't sing it. But I love, I, it just hits you, my ear wrong. I just no. don't care for it. Uh, it's kind of like certain beers. You'd have to develop a taste voice. for it. I mean, maybe if it sounded like Dick, you'd like it more, probably. And maybe. it smelled like bacon. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I do like is uh, this kid called uh, Marcus King. Have you heard of him? No. We have to check him out. He's, he's really good. Mm. We got a call? Uh, no, that's a bill collector. That's a bill collector. It's your plumber. Yeah. Pay me, motherfucker. No, I think Oliver is in the wrong here. Um, if anything, I think she'd apologize to Cotton Eye Joe and say, I'm sorry. You know, I should have hired a better dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been selling them tickets for $100 a piece. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but when that came out, everybody, and you know, I feel bad for Cotton Eye Joe. This ain't on them. What the hell happened? Now you're just doing like a fucking weird Harry Carey Oliver dude here. <laughs> but I feel like like Cotton Eye Joe had to turn off the comments because of this dude. Like, bro, you probably shouldn't have put the uh, cart before the horse. You probably f- should have figured out what the fuck was going on. Yeah, thanks, you dead-eyed ginger. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, he seems like you, nice you'll guy, attack though. him, but you won't go after Trump. You attack this poor ginger to try to make his I way just, in life. I didn't care for his, the, the sound you of his just voice. Just call him a dead eyed ginger. Jesus Christ. Well, that's just funny. <laughs> I mean, I think on. it's good music. I think it sounds good, honestly. He seems like a nice guy. He does. I saw one of his videos where he was reading a passage out of the Bible. Yeah. I thought it was and good know, for you. Man. It was very sweet. No, oh, yeah. To absolutely. a large group of people. So mm-hmm. I thought it was, but yeah. He definitely has like that down home blue Kentucky grass or um uh, uh bluegrass Kentucky sound. Um, all he needs to do is get a banjo. This guy's talented. I, mean, I thought he not- does play on a banjo. Is that not a banjo? That's oh, guitar. Well, am I wrong? I mean, well, the picture I'm looking at here, I think that's a banjo. It has that guitar look to it, or excuse me, it's it's a guitar, but it has a banjo look to it in the center. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, that, that's right. a guitar. Yeah, I don't know. Hobo Chili says Josh wants the extermination of all gingers has been verified. Is that like your new thing? You're just like a ginger hater? Me? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let me think about it. I'll oh get back to you. They're on the list. He's on the list. I wish him nothing but the best, but you know, he's new to the industry too. Is he new to the industry? I mean, well, he just, due to success, I, I yeah. imagine. So. Yeah, but I mean, when you get to that level, it's like you're in a whole new playing field. You got to worry happens. about every motherfucker coming with their hand out trying to get something from you, so... Um, last but most certainly not least, on the previous episode, we talked about remember that yacht that uh, got boarded by that 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 doctor named Anthony Burke, that eighty foot yacht from the drugs and gun charges. Yeah. Well, there's actually an explanation now. A wild Nantucket yacht party allegedly involved pornographic filmmaking and a long drug fueled weekend, according to a search warrant from the eighty foot. Jess Con luxury Nordhaven yacht that served as a backdrop for the entire fiasco. The ordeal left 69-year-old retired Dr. Scott Anthony Burke facing a slew of gun and drug charges. He has terminal cancer and was released on 200... This dude's dying. And he's like, I'm going out with a bang, motherfuckers. No pun intended. Either way, foreigner guns. hey I get it. The court documents obtained by Fox News Digital allege that a Texas man called Nantucket police to report a woman... Woman's possible overdose aboard the $7.5 million vessel after she passed out in the middle of a FaceTime call on September 5th. 
He said the dispatcher that the woman told him they were doing drugs all weekend long and people on the boat had been making pornographic films, according to the filing. The warrant did not contain any more details about the alleged films, but it did reveal police found bags of blue pills in Burke's bedroom on a bookcase near where police encouraged the woman after boarding. Separately, they found cocaine, ketamine, and handguns the doctor is accused of illegally carrying in Massachusetts. Police alleged the retiree was extremely uncooperative before they handcuffed him and read his Miranda rights. He allegedly waived his right to remain silent, denied any knowledge of narcotics on his boat, and told police he had a license for the handguns they found. However, according to police, they found cocaine in various parts of the ship, including 30 grams and a safe. Additionally, firearms permits uh, were both expired and invalid in Massachusetts, according to the warrant. Is that a Liberty safe? <laughs> How'd they get in there? <laughs> liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Open it up. As for the victim, court documents identified her as a 33-year-old crew member who denied any knowledge of narcotics aboard the vessel. She was taken to Nantucket Cottage Hospital, according to police. One of her friends was also on the yacht and told police she had left prescription Adderall pills on board. Um, I've heard the stories about prostitution and sex trafficking, and if you look at every report by the government, they never even suggested that, Burke's attorney, Hank Brennan, told Fox News Digital. These claims come out of totally thin air and catfights... Uh, Zero evidence of that. It's fabricated. He called the suggestion that the crew member may have been involved in prostitution, demeaning, and sexist. Oh, that's a very good position to take. This guy is guilty of sin, but at the same token, who fucking cares? If those women that are probably prostitutes went on the boat to do drugs and make porn, um, I'm not seeing an issue with that unless you're ramming your boat into other boats out there. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. You want to get coked up and bang prostitutes and make porn? Do your thing. More power to you. Isn't that kind of the American dream? Isn't that what most people like want to call like a typical Friday night? I mean, I'm not going to, I don't want to do blow. That stuff's like, absolutely not. But to go out on a yacht and you just want to have fun. Uh, I mean, honestly, down in fucking Lake Travis, they were doing that this weekend. They were smoking weed, doing blow. There's pride. Come on. They're doing the same fucking thing. It's just not out on a yacht out in the ocean. So who cares? Shit's ridiculous. Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. Um, he called the suggestion that crew member may have been involved in prostitution, demeaning and sexist. I don't even know her, but I don't need to defend her, he said. If there was evidence of wrongdoing, you bet that the government would have put it there because you can read from the reports much of the embellishments trying to create an image that really isn't factually based. I don't Burke, even know that whore. I don't even know that bitch, it's not, uh, but she sucked my dick. Uh, Burke has terminal cancer, Brandon said at a bail hearing last week, but he declined to elaborate on his client's condition. He also he is also a humanitarian who's one of the first uh, international doctors to head to Haiti after a devastating earthquake in 2010, Brennan said. If there was something nefarious or sinister, such as prostitution or sex trafficking, it would be found in the police reports, he told Fox News Digital. He declined to discuss Burke's spirits and conditions. That guy's not looking very good. Hey, it doesn't look good at all. But you know, it's the thing. It's like he wants to go out and it's do like a blow. long weekend of drugs and hookers. Boats and hoes, baby. I mean, that's your freedom. That's your right. Well, I mean, you, you know, this also proves the the fact of like the gun. The, 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 excuse me, the drug war. Cocaine's illegal, but he's got it. So how'd that happen? How'd that happen? Well, I mean, who fucking cares? Was he selling it to kids? No. So it's a victimless crime. Was he in a DUI? No. So what are, what are you fucking upset about? It's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. I think people should have the right to do blow on their boats with prostitutes if they want to. That's freedom. That's freedom. All right, folks. That does it for today. The All-American Savage Show podcast. 
Appreciate you tuning in today. Make sure you go check us out at shellshockcbd.com. If you could, go leave us a review on the podcast. For some reason, I think yesterday's episode wasn't uploading on time. It took a while. It's not on Rumble because it was so choppy, but you can listen to the episode over on iTunes, uh, Spotify, everywhere uh, podcasts are downloaded. Um, not a lot of people listen to us over here on Spotify. Somebody said we're shadow banned over there. I don't, I don't even know if they do that. Yeah, I don't know. The shadow band, do they do shadow bands on Spotify? I don't think they do. Then again, you know, far be it from me. Who the fuck knows? It doesn't make sense, though, because they left Joe Rogan alone. Then they, well, th- I mean, he's got, like, the most popular podcast well, I know, in but the world. Uh, what I mean is if you're going to censor somebody, that's who you're, they're not going to go after somebody like me. I'm fucking peanuts compared to Joe Rogan, so I don't think they're going to shadow ban me. I don't know. And I'm not saying anything that's, like, more controversial than Joe Rogan and the guests that he has, so I, I don't know. But anyway... That's all for it from us today, folks. The Shellshock CBD Studios. Make sure you go check out. Hey, get yourself some soap. Scrub your nasty ass, you bunch of savages. We appreciate you. We love you. You got anything to have, my man? You guys have a great day. And as always, motherfucking boats and hoes, bitch. <laughs>